is up, Foley fam. No, you have not tuned in to the wrong podcast. This is the Chick Foley Show, and you are hearing the entrance music from the 1995 Royal Rumble. So yeah, anytime you want to complain about some of the some of the jams they use for the modern uh, premium live events, go back and take a listen to some <laughs> of the stuff from the new generation because that yeah. is horrible. It's like some uh, some sad Johnny B. Good ripoff but it's a special edition of the chick foley show this week we are doing a royal rumble 1995 watch along gonna get into some listener mail and a live review of elite series 92 but before any of that let's introduce the stars of the show sheena how you doing i've been better um i'm elbow deep in a two-year sleep regression with my daughter the future women's champion so yeah we we actually had to delay the the start of this podcast tonight because she i mean she was doing a run-in and it was not it was not fun for anybody she literally got out of her sleep sack climbed out of the crib in the pitch dark and came just came downstairs all casual like you know like hey you know, like no big deal. You know, where's the party at? She, she just, yeah, where's the party at? She's uh, you know, two years old, and so yeah, it happened with our son. But uh, I was hoping maybe the second kid, it, we would just skip it. But it's here, man. So hopefully, it's it's not for a long time. Yeah. So we uh, we went through some extra difficulty to bring you guys the show this week. So we hope you appreciate it, Marco. How's life up in Massachusetts? Uh, going good, man. I, I feel your pain on that. Uh, I only did uh, the only one of my daughters did that. The sleep regression thing, so mm. it, it wasn't for too long. But I mean, just uh, I mean, it's been it's been a while. So uh, I just did, just got my roof redone, redid the oh. whole roof, nice. put some new gutters that's in. A little good roof. That's yeah. a that's adulting one hundred and one. Oh yeah, right that's there. a yeah. yeah, big big time adulting. That's what, what do they call it? Big boy purchase. Yeah, uh, yeah. a roof is a big boy. <laughs> Especially in 2021, construction is not uh, oh, yeah. is not cheap, you know? Yeah, we kind of- Is it 2022? What is 2022. this year? 2022. Yeah, 2022. What year is it? I don't See, even know. Does it matter? No, it's funny. I actually, earlier when I was, uh, we, were, we were chatting in our group chat, I did say I like, I, I mean, I feel you. I lost all like track of time. I mean, I don't yeah. even know what day or week or what space year and time. It, it doesn't really matter. No. And I feel like January has been the longest month. Do you guys feel that way? Yes. Like I feel like you know November and December just kind of like cruised by, and I feel like we're only half like you know two thirds of the way through January. And I'm like, what the hell? It's been like three Ugh, months. So bad. That we've been in January. <laughs> yeah, really. Playoff football is really the only thing we got to uh, keep us going oh, yeah. at this point. Uh, it would not be a watch along show without our main man from the Midwest, the fig God himself, Jordan Wells. Jordan, what's up, man? What's up, guys? Uh, definitely agree with you guys. This has been a long month. This has been a hell of a long week for me. So, ready to unwind, watch some wrestling, and drink some beers. Hell yeah. yeah. Sheena, remind the listeners they can find you guys on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley, Marco running the Twitter machine at Chick Foley Show, and you can join our Foley fam and all the fun over on Facebook at ChickFoleyShow.com. All right, and Marco, what's some of the highlights with the Pod Foundation this week? Oh, man, of, of, of course. It's like, I mean, obviously the greatest uh, wrestling minds known to man come together in one group, in one faction. Um I mean, not not much. I mean, there was a the big news was there was a big delay on the uh, Turnbuckle Tavern side. Uh, so you the didn't first, get your the first uh, time in like seventy episodes, right? Yeah, I think they, yeah, I think they said eighty five weeks or something like that. So they went a little hey. bit a little bit longer than uh, Eric Bischoff on that on that one. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, they uh, so they ended up instead of doing a Thursday show, uh, you know, today was the uh, the debut of the AEW recap. Um, so definitely check that out. And obviously coming down the aisle, they uh, coming down the aisle drop today as well. Um, for those that don't know, and if you haven't heard, I'm, 
I'm on the raw down, so I'm on the turnbuckle feed as well, representing the uh, the Chick Foley show to its fullest. Nice. So just keeping the name alive. And uh, yeah, there was a lot of crossover. Matt, Matt from Extra Cooler was on uh, the Coming Down the Aisle yep. podcast this week. You're on the raw down. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's what it's the a- pod foundation's all about, man. It's the foundation of collaboration. Yeah, foundation definitely. of collaboration. I uh, love it. All right, we want to remind Extra you guys. Extra Cooler did their their Jeopardy episode. Did yes. you guys get a chance to yeah, listen to that? Yeah, that was awesome. It was, yeah, definitely. It was super fun. So if you haven't listened to that yet, make sure you check it out and follow all of our Pod Foundation brethren over at Pod Foundation on Instagram. All right, before we get into the meat of the show, we want to remind you guys to support Ringside Collectibles for all your wrestling figure purchases. Use code Chick Foley to save 10%. And you can head over to Chalkline if you need some vintage swag. Use code PF10 to save 10% courtesy of the Pod Foundation. So before we get into Royal Rumble 1995, let's take a check on what everybody is drinking this week. All right, hitting a fresh beat. Since it's a watch-along show, Sheena, get us started. What are you sipping this week? This is Neon Rainbow's IPA. Um, I don't know where it's out of. Let me Mama see. Game. Oh, yeah. Cooperstown, New York. Cooperstown, New York. So, yeah, 6.7 uh, ABV, and uh, it's, yeah, got a bunch of damn hops in here. <laughs> so, uh, the hop god would be proud. So, I've never had this before. The can is super psychedelic. Um, I'm about to crack it open right now. I haven't even had a sip, so... I'm drinking an IPA as well. It's uh, Founder Centennial. Uh, I think I've had it before on here, but it's kind of just your standard uh, IPA. Definitely uh, more piney than like the West Coast, like citrusy. Uh, Jordan, what are you drinking? So I started off with an old fashioned. Like I said, this has been a this has been a week, man. Um, and I was going to be drinking that when we started, but the delay killed that, so I downed that. And finally, I got Broken Skull IPA in the Midwest. Oh, oh baby. baby. Oh, nice. awesome. you, so, real quick, do you got the cans there in front of you? Yeah, it's it's Virginia Beach. Wow. No it's- way. Wow, that's crazy that it came all the way from uh, Hampton Roads to yeah. Omaha. That is pretty wild. Marco, how about you, man? What are you drinking? Oh, man. So, uh, I'm not no bears tonight. Um, had, a, had a Broken Skull earlier. But um, I uh, added a new... I'm gonna. I'm adding a new mixed drink to the uh, to the Chick Foley show mixed drink. We should. We, we have to come up with a list of mixed drinks for uh, for the show. So this is called the uh, the Brett the Hitman Hartini. It's a uh, it's oh, a wow. martini. So it's a uh, so it's uh, New Amsterdam. Uh, the pink pink vodka that they have, uh, triple sec, and some lemon, some lemon ah. juice, and it's uh it's pretty pretty tasty. I'll tell you that much. I didn't know you were a martini man, Marco. Well, I love martinis. Martini, martini Marco. We go out to restaurants. I'm 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 a martini guy. So, and I, I'm not afraid to wow. admit it at all. Fancy when you when you're eating at the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, your I mean that uh, fine establishment. Your favorite fine establishment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're following up on our previously Patreon exclusive Royal Rumble Watch Along series. This is from 1995. Uh, Jordan, you got any memories of this show? Uh, just how bad it sucked, but that's about really it. <laughs> oh man, jeez. Yeah, this is definitely like I don't. I don't know if you want to. I guess it, it's not really the peak. It's kind of like the valley of the new generation era. This is kind of like where it hit rock bottom before yeah. it started building up towards uh towards late ninety five and then ninety six and ninety seven. Uh, I think this is arguably the the most shallow talent pool for a Royal Rumble. Uh, when I think about this show, I think about the Brett and Diesel match, yeah. Yeah. which was really, really good. It had match. one of the all-time fuck finishes with, you know, it got stopped twice for interference and restarted, and then finally they were like, fuck it, and they just 
threw the match out on a no contest, but it is really good. Brett always brought out the best in Kevin Nash. So uh, we're going to watch the Rumble, but if you want another recommendation from the show, we can go back and check this one out. The timestamp for this, Marco, uh, set them up. What, what do they need to be at on Peacock? You need to be at exactly one minute, 53, 53, one hour, 53 minutes, sorry, and 25 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, if you get it right, have it paused. You should be on a black screen. Yep. All right. Again, that's one hour, 53 minutes, 25 seconds. I'm going to say three, two, one, play, and we will kick it off. So uh, feel free to get her, get everything set up. Pause the podcast if you need to to get everything set, and uh, let's watch this show together. So is everybody all set? Yeah. Let's go. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, play. All right, so kicking off with some highlights of that classic Royal Rumble 94. Diesel went beast mode in that one, and of course he would be the world champ within 10 months. Yep. Mullet in all its glory right there. Beautiful mullet. Diesel's got the best mullet, yeah. Finally feathered in the front. Too as well. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. He's got the perfect feathering, <laughs> and he's got the fringe pants. I think it really accents the hairstyle. Oh yeah, you know. And it, it, you know what? The other thing too, it didn't go out of place either. At the whole, the yeah. whole time, it would like fix itself. Yeah, I don't know what cool. kind of Aquanet he was using, but uh, <laughs> the premium, yeah, the premium Aquanet. It was like the the turquoise can, you know. Another bit of uh, foreshadowing the breakup here. You saw HBK kind of helping, uh, you know. Sucker and Diesel into a handshake to really set up him being eliminated. Yep. And then son of a bitch gives the last push here to throw him over the top rope. That goddamn HBK. <laughs> Started his back on everyone. And- yeah. See, HBK's mullet is not my is not my kind of mullet. No. It's a little a little too short on top. There's not enough uh blending from the you know the business in the front party in the back. I'm not calling that a mullet. I'm a mullet professional. That's not a full was blown mullet. Yeah. What would you call it? Yeah, he was already shifting out of the mullet here. His mullet kind of was really like 93, and this started to grow out. There's still There was times in 95 that it kind of looked like he had a mullet. I think WrestleMania 11, he kind of had it styled that way, but he was definitely transitioning no, out of the No, but 94, you didn't just see that 94 rumble? That was mullet. Yeah. That was straight up mullet. Yeah. I mean, this is not a mullet. No, this looks like he's growing it out. The dangly earrings really uh, add a lot to the look. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I love HBK's look. I love... Classic finish right here. Hitman and Lex Luger. Yeah. I love this uh, this Hitman gear, too. Yeah, that's my most wanted Hitman figure at this point. That has to come at some point, I think. Mm-hmm. I'd either take this or uh, that battle pack that they did a couple of years with him and the anvil in the blue. Maybe get elites of that, but... If I could pick, I'd probably like if you got another ultimate edition, I would want it to be the 94 gear. Solid. There's Sean on the outside. Him and uh Fatu were the uh the other two members of the final four, along with Brett and Lex. Definitely hit the archives uh to check Look out. Look how much the of a professional of the- Brett is, dude. He he locked his legs around Lex Luger's leg just to make sure he, that they hit at the oh same yeah, time. Dude, like, he, when, yeah, when he says he's the excellence of execution, he's not joking at yeah, all. Yeah, he like, was not gonna allow there to be some sort of like bumbling stumble over the ropes. Like he, <laughs> he went over with great form. Jack Tunney on the scene. You knew some shit's going down. 
still makes no sense. Like if uh, this really was the most convoluted thing where Brett had to fight Owen just in basically an exhibition match while Luger and Yoko had a title match. Like nowadays you're just booking a triple threat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Day. yeah back then they didn't have the, uh, they were doing those triple threats. Yeah. Well, nowadays, I guess you could just split them and one person go for the WWE championship and the other go for the universal. Yep. Luger's definitely on the way down. He's about eight months away from debuting on the uh, first ever episode of Nitro at this point. With his uh, pirate shirt from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, the puppy shirt. <laughs> that would be a cool figure if they ever wanted to make like, uh, if they ever want to go down there like the WrestleCrap uh, figures again, like they were doing a while back with uh, with like Shark and Isaac Yankum, a uh, Nitro cool. debut Lex Luger. We got the Kang and, and, and Vince McMahon on a commentary for this yeah, one. Finks hanging out in the background. Uh, yeah, Vince McMahon, actually, if you, if, when you hear the audio, he's talking about how, uh, basically how it was a travesty that, uh, Bam Bam put his hands on LT just before this, uh, this match happened. He wasn't too happy about that. Oh boy. Total smoke show. Oh, Pam man. Anderson. Oh, you talking actually in the news oh. this week for uh divorcing her fifth husband. What'd you say? She's actually in the news this week for getting a divorce from her fifth husband. Jeez. This was before she married Tommy Lee. This was uh before she became and you know, boat famous. Uh that yeah, that movie's coming out soon. The uh the biography <laughs> yeah. on that. That looks pretty good. Stunning. Total smoke show. I think that's probably like her second pair of knockers. They're not. They're not quite uh, at, at peak yet. I actually, yeah. I mean, her bright lights on on the way down the uh, down the aisle. Yeah, we're not doing What'd like other... she had her high beams on on the way down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if you guys get a chance, definitely watch the uh, the Dark Side of the Ring guys. Uh, they have a new show on Vice called Dark Side of the Nineties, and they do a whole episode on um, like Baywatch and how like how it impacted like. The co- obviously there's bad stuff that happens obviously in the background but uh yeah they talk a lot about Pamela Anderson and her enhancement uh that she had during the uh during the show essentially nah was it botched she had some <laughs> she had some botched boobs all right now it's quickly downhill from here guys yeah. oh no it's, no, it's <laughs> yeah after that yeah you saw Pam Anderson that was the highlight the, of the the talent has the left the ring we'll, we'll try to make it as entertaining as we can Everyone out there. I mean, she's wearing the, the, the Hitman colors, though. I mean... It's Adidas has never looked so good. Black and pink. I mean, come on. She's a Hitman fan. I don't think she's ever watched a day of wrestling in her life before this. <laughs> no, she got there we go. Number, Number one. Where are we? Number one. HBK. HB Kizzle. This would be Tony a... Tony Khan? Did you see that? figure. <laughs> That's what the TK was for. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, foreshadowing. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Rhetorical question: Will he go the distance from the number one spot? Stay tuned to find out. Stay tuned. Yeah, this would make for a sick figure. Yeah, I like the zebra print. I think it's a uh, good look. Very, very go. of the moment. Very uh, ninety-five. This would be a great ultimate edition. Yeah, it would. We've never Mattel's never given us the uh, like the the gay biker hat, you know, <laughs> from like the YMCA, the, yeah. Judas, the Judas Priest biker hat. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Pam, that's a, Pam Anderson's enjoying. Uh, I mean, she. I mean, uh, I mean, she's digging Shawn Michaels I mean, a little bit. 
I don't know, guys. This might be a mullet. This th- we were discussing. This is pretty mullety right here. I don't yeah, know if it's super, maybe that's a, a super mullet. Hat. That's a that's a, that's a party in the back. That's definitely like yeah. An, I think a, you have to. The thing is, you have to keep it all together. Like you can't let the back grow out too much from away yeah. from the mullet. You know what I mean? Like at some point, you got to just keep it kind of contained. Yeah, I mean, he was he was always extra anyway. So like, of, of course, that that, that mullet's going to be extra in the back so bulldogs coming out looking all business or as much as all business you can look with a rhinestone jacket well pyro for the bulldog i don't remember the bulldog having pyro i mean yeah, even mike uh hbk didn't have a uh, pyro on his entrance yeah. i love there how i love how uh hbk comes out in the you know the little newsy hat and the freaking zebra print all over and says like bulldog came out in rhinestones i don't know about that <laughs> you know HBK made it tough. I like Bulldog coming out in like the little like baseball tee and the long tights back in the eighties with Dynamite Kid. Yeah, that was the best look. Wow, the power. All right, Sheen, give us a quick uh, check. We we know HBK is a Hall of Famer. What about the Bulldog? Bulldog is, um, yeah, he just went in. Um, So yeah, he is a uh, Hall of Famer. Did they technically put everybody in from that year, the Bot Twenty Twenty? I believe so. Yeah, they went ahead and put everybody in. Everybody's in. They did. Yeah, they did. Okay. Uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Last year. I don't think we need to do a uh, dead or alive check on this one, Jordan. Obviously, Bulldog is uh, long deceased, and HBK is still alive and kicking, running NXT. His hair is not alive and well, though. For, no, it's for now, anyway. He's, yeah. he's he's running NXT for now. Until. All right. So the fun thing about this rumble is this one. It was one minute intervals, and I think they may have actually even kayfabe it and sped it up a little bit. So this thing is going to be fast and furious. And there's going to be some names you only hear probably oh once in the entire Watch Along series. Here comes one of the Harris brothers. I don't know which one this, this is. is. Eli Blue. This is okay. Don Eli Harris. Blue, also known as Don Harris. One of the probably the all-time tough guys uh, in wrestling, yeah. but as far as on screen, never really got much of a push. I mean, he's huge, though. Yeah, I mean, I you would think, think this guy would like have it, but I mean, he's he's got the think, size. Uh, I don't think these guys ever had a figure either, unless I'm mistaken. Jordan. Do you know of any uh, figure the Harris Brothers ever had? Uh, uh, might have been a TNA figure if they got one. I'm Googling it right now. Uh, both, the, both the Harris Brothers are still alive, right, Jordan? Correct, yep. Harris Brothers wrestling figure. I don't see either one of them making it in the Hall of Fame anytime soon. No. If ever. So they did. So they had DOA figures. Remember, they were oh, Skull yeah. and uh, I think 8-Ball. Yep. And... Uh, Skull and, and eight ball. What was it like? Nineteen ninety-two. <laughs> Knowing Jacks, both figures may be the exact same. Yeah. Now this is a dude. Speaking of figures, I really want to figure up Duke the freaking dumpster drows. <laughs> Jordan Jordan wants this guy too. This dude oh, would definitely. be. I mean, well, this look like right here. So you can do uh, <laughs> the only uh, the only accessory he needs is the, the garbage can, and you could do two head scans. You could do the long hair like this. And then do the bald head from when he lost that hair versus hair match against Triple H, man. And that's it. That's the only Duke the Dumpster Drozzy figure we ever need. They should do I love that he's got like the blue collar black back brace on, you know, like the. Oh, yeah. This is deep in the era when every single wrestler had an occupation. Yeah, they should do an, uh, they should do an occupation line where it's like all the occupation uh, gimmicks in one line. <laughs> yeah, and they could do it. They could do it. Um, they could do it then, now, and forever, you know, because now they got NXT 2.0 where everybody's got an occupation again. Pretty so, much, uh, yeah. You have like a mafia know, guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a former submarine. Uh, you have a teacher, commander. like a, a university professor. <laughs> yep. It looks like there has never been a, uh, a Duke the Dumpster Drozzy figure. Pretty wild. So here's Doug Furness. 
Is this it is? Or Jimmy, no, De- Jimmy, Jimmy Del, Del Rey. Rey. Jimmy Del Rey. Okay. Yeah, we got Jimmy Del Rey coming in, all hot. All right, Jordan. Jimmy Del Rey, dead or alive? He is dead as a doornail. Jeez. <laughs> Almost spit out my IPA. <laughs> what year did he? What year did old uh, Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey pass away, man? Twenty fourteen. Oh dang! All right, Sheena, stepping all over your gimmick, bro. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Listen, classic Sheena move. Yeah. yeah. Only only thing I'm bad about uh, we didn't get to see the uh, his dance at the beginning of his matches when he did like the hip gyration thing that yeah. uh, that Big E stole pretty much from him. Pretty upset right, about that, are. are you? I am definitely upset about that. Oh, I mean, okay. that was his gimmick. Number six is. Oh, it's the uh, Barbarian. I think he was going by Sione. Sione, right? yeah. yeah. This is the Barbarian. Another guy needed in the Mattel line. All right, so I got one for you guys, Jordan and Marco. If you could pick, not not this version, you could pick either version of Barbarian you want from Powers of Pain or a solo run. Hmm. Would you rather have him or Duke the Dumpster Drozzy in elite form? Ooh, Powers of Pain Barbarian. Dang. I'm going to have to go Duke Mark. the Dumpster, man. Yes, yeah, I'm biased because I just got a uh, I got a pretty sweet custom barbarian a couple months back, so I'd go Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. But if not for that, I would agree with Jordan that uh, need that powers of pain barbarian. So there went Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey for anybody that was betting on him to win. And sorry for all the uh, the Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey fans out there. So oh, look, it man. definitely is. It's been maybe I'm 35 running. seconds since Barbarian came out. We got our next entrant. Yeah, no, this is definitely going fast and furious. This uh, Royal Rumble. And you guys see what I mean about the talent pool so far. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. It's about to get better. Is Please. that uh, Dr. Tom? That's Tom Dr. Pritchard. Tom. There we go. That's, a, that's some great Bruce hair. Bruce Pritchard, some... brother loves brother. He has some great hair. Like, his hair is really oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. It's a lot of hair I mean, flying same around. With, uh, same with Bruce. Bruce always had a glorious mullet going, too, back in the yeah. day. Look at, like, HBK, Duke the Dumpster. Like, every, everyone has, like, glorious hair in this uh, Royal Rumble. Even the Bulldog, man. Yeah. The Bulldog's like blowing locks, you know. Bulldog's about eight months away from a heel turn and a haircut. Yeah. He went to the, uh, he had to do it for that main event push though. You notice in this rumble, we don't have any entrance music either. So no, this was no. the last year with no, no entrance, entrance music. music. Yeah. Good catch Sheen. Yeah. Starting with our next watch along. We'll hear those awesome, awesome nineties interest themes with everybody. Yeah. Bruce was, was talking about how, um, you know, the entrance music was was made it way better because you get that pop. You get the yeah. pop from everybody, yeah. Because most people couldn't see because they didn't there have the go. screens and stuff. Yeah. Oh boy, this is Brett would be so happy right now. He, he loves, loves doink. He loves he doink. Loves doink, doink. doink. <laughs> he does. It's funny because <clears throat> excuse me, the little boy I used to nanny for. He was about Brett's age, and he loved Doink and Dink too. He just every time we would go yeah, into the boy. wrestling figure room, he would just he would always pick uh, them to play with or I, pick Doink to play with. I have to. Uh, I'm about to trick my kids into watching uh, some doink matches to see if they uh, see if they take. I home. don't know, terrifying, <laughs> um, terrifying clowns. So, uh, on Survivor Series '93, where the I believe or '94, that was where it was a uh, doink and the midgets against Jerry the King Waller and his midgets or uh, little people, if you will. Now, yeah, no, my, my son's not really. He's he's not afraid of uh, it's the girls. Well, one of the girls is afraid of uh, the fiend, so she'd probably be afraid of uh, doink, but. She's definitely afraid of our Luchasaurus too. She does not like really? that figure at all. <laughs> she freaks out every time she sees it. Here goes Sheena's main <laughs> man, Quang. 
Yep. There we this go. caused the controversy uh, last episode when uh, I didn't believe her that she randomly knew that Quang was also Savio Vega. I know. I like I haven't listened to freaking New Generation podcast three times through. <laughs> I know, right? It was just surprising. I've, I think there's a lot of wrestling fans out there that would not know that uh, Quang was Savio. There Vega. was a lot of Quang references in the uh, New Gen project because he was on. Quang every actually week. made it. In- yeah. <laughs> Quang actually made it in a video game, surprisingly enough. He was in the uh, the Royal Rumble video game on... It was either the Sega or Super Nintendo version. He was an unlockable character. Quang. I forget. I know he was... Pla- I, I want to say it was the Sega version. I think on uh, Super Nintendo, Hulk Hogan was the unlockable. And then on Sega, we got Quang. So the only dead person we got since we last talked is Doink. Mm. Old, uh, well, that's good. That seems like a... This one definitely, the lives outweigh the dead, so that's good. Well, I I think... (laughs) um, model, Rick Martel. A lot of these guys uh, didn't have the the prestigious in-ring careers that some of their predecessors did, you know? And I think that that really shortened the lifespan. You know, the more more bumps you get on your bump card, I feel like, uh, you know, really really puts a hurting on the old ticker, you know? Just the lifestyle. Most of these guys are, like, in the biz for, you know, four to six years. They weren't the lifers. Yeah, like we saw the, a lot of, before this. A lot of those guys were coming in in the seventies and wrestling until the freaking late nineties. Right, they don't have the life on the road, the bumps and the juice to the gills yeah. for twenty five. <laughs> yeah, years. that's that's the trip. That's the triple threat, dude. Right the there, the uppers, the downers, the booze, the coke, the women, the in betweeners. You said weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not everybody has the ability to helicopter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Helicopter their way to success. I get it. You got to do some things to get some things. Oh, baby. Here we go. Don't get used to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Boom. Oh, baby. Got that bitch ass. <laughs> Brett is just a fine looking specimen. For those that don't know, Owen Cost, uh, Owen, Jeff Jarrett, and HBK uh, kind of all team. Look <laughs> at these kids just throwing punches at Owen. Uh, they all kind of teamed up to basically fuck up the Bret Hart and Diesel World Championship match yeah. and just get it thrown out into a no contest. He's going to town on uh, on Owen right there. Oh, yeah, he's wearing him out. Owen's oh, selling it like a million bucks. What a hero. There's Gerald Briscoe. I think Pat Patterson's out here in the mix, too, trying to break this thing up. Yeah, there's Pat. Oh, Brett. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind the, uh, the Brett should have like wrestled without the elbow pads. It's not a bad yeah, it's look. A tough look, yeah. Maybe bust that out for like the no DQ or like street fights. Yeah, or he looked a little badass without the, the elbow pads. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. Well is that done. a thong? Oh yeah, I think <laughs> what Ryan, is happening? I think up his 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 butt crack. <laughs> Timothy Well. Wow. He is. Oh, there went Duke the Dumpster Droz. He took out Baby Earl Hebner. Oh no. Timothy yeah, Well. What a bump. He's definitely well wearing a thong. What was it? It was Timothy Well and Peter Dunn. What was is that he? The, what he, was Dunn's name? He, he is no longer with us either way. Yeah, he's he's in later on. Stephen Dunn. Yeah. Oh, there goes Peter Dunn the is model. Uh, probably Pete Dunn for NXT. They're with the model and they're with the gigolo. Or no, that was Dr. Tom. I mean, yeah, this is definitely the most. Thong. Yeah, he deserved to be. I mean, the good over. news is they're keeping it moving. I feel like we haven't had any like just long, drawn out guy sitting in the corner. Oh no, yeah, this it's been filled up. This has been more akin to like a regular battle royal than yeah. a traditional royal rumble. 
lot more fast paced. Oh, oh. Plane just dropped oh that kid's got your shirt on the Survivor Series. Shirt, I saw so. that. Yeah, there's a kid in the front row with the Survivor Series '94 shirt. Bushwhacker went, Luke. Uh, oh, Bushwhacker Luke. Double and now we're back down to number one and number two. Dang. We're starting. To, oh, we're back with the uh, the first two in the uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, Sean's the Sean's the Iron Man in this match so far. If you notice, the quality people are the only two left in the match. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the ones that can actually like kind of last. No whole lot of Hall of Famers. Is, uh, you know, I'm I'm sure they just wanted to keep Bret Hart in a in the spotlight. But you would think, with as low as the talent is in this Rumble, you would want Owen in there for an extended amount of time. Oh but yeah, Owen didn't 100%. Even make it to the ring. Would you would you say the uh, HBK British Bulldog was like kind of one of like the low key like like awesome feuds that WWF had going back in the day. It was, I would say that it, uh, they always had really good matches, but dude, it's one of the most one-sided rivalries ever. Oh yeah. Like HBK beat him for the intercontinental championship after Bulldog won it in 92. Yep. He beat him in the UK for the European title in 1997. Yep. And then, uh, when Sean was the world champion in 96, he dominated the Bulldog in those matches yeah. too, but it was always really, really good matches. They had good chemistry, but Oh, For a brief moment, I was like, why is he back? And then I realized. Brothers don't shake hands. Trust me. Brothers got a hug. Trust me. I do that with my uh, my twin girls all the time. I'm like, didn't you just ask, did you just ask me for a drink? <laughs> like, no. I'm like, yeah, oh, sorry. I can't, I can't imagine dealing with twin magic every day. Oh, you couldn't. Yeah, no, it happens literally every day. Like, did, were you just out here? Why, why are you asking me for food again? Like, what? It wasn't me. Oh, no. Okay. I always, always wonder if parents like actually know when, especially when they're babies, if they know which one ends up being which one, like they're like, Oh, we're going to name these kids, you know, Brett and Owen. And then like, as they're babies, they kind of get switched up. Like, it's, you know, it's so weird. One of them ends up with the other name, you know, it's weird. Cause some days they like, they look, we could, you can tell the difference, but then some days you can't, I don't know what yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, probably just, probably when just they're older. Brain. I feel like twins always, there's always some distinction in twins when they're older, but when they're babies, dude, it's like, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of babies look alike anyway, but twin babies, that's just too much. King Kong Bundy in the ring. I think this is his first ever Royal Rumble appearance. He was gone for like seven years from the WWF. I think he actually had a job selling computers and stuff before, uh, before getting back in the mix. Isn't this Sean's first uh, appearance back on TV? Didn't he have like surgery before this or something? Um. Not I think sure. he had hand surgery, and I think I this know, is he was his at first. SummerSlam '94. I can't remember off the top of my head him doing anything at Survivor Series '94. Oh no, no, he was at Survivor Series '94 because that's where him and Diesel broke up. So he was he was de- he was definitely on the last pay per view. Here we go, men on a mission. Mo, he got. Here we go, men on a mission. Well, King, King Kong, Kong Bundy's on his way to a uh, little bit of a push here. He's be facing the Undertaker at WrestleMania 11 right after this. So just to update everyone, King Kong Bundy obviously gone. Mo is still with us. Not in this Royal Rumble though. When did uh, King Kong Bundy pass? Was that 2018 or? Oh no, it's been longer oh, than won't... that. I think 2019. Oh wow! Oh yeah. Good call, Jordan. See, told you it'd been longer <laughs> than that. Oh man, he died on my birthday in 2019. That's unfortunate. Wow, it's really sad. Well, happy birthday, Jordan. Do you guys see uh, Discount Thanks. Rick Rude in the crowd, like straight behind King Kong Bundy in the members only jacket? He's got the mullet and the stash. 
No. It's a well, hero. Just to come back up. All right. King Mabel. Big Daddy V. Viscera. Visagra. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see. I see. see uh, Rick, yeah. D- Dime Rude. Store Rick Rude. Yeah, with the teal members only yeah. jacket. Yeah, he's pumping his fist. He's a Mabel Mark, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been getting hype for everybody. Yeah, I mean, speaking of birthdays, you know, Pat, uh, Betty White passed away on my birthday. So, uh, yeah, that's that much over. worse. <laughs> that's much worse. It's like, no. But, uh, yeah, and also, uh, King Kong Bundy, he's, he was doing, uh, I think he was doing like cameos on Married with Children at the time, too, when he was like yeah. away from the ring as well. Yeah, he was part, he was part of Peg's Bunch. Yeah. He was on Married with Children. He was, uh, he was in the movie Moving with Richard Pryor. Really charismatic guy. Main event at WrestleMania 2 against Hulk Hogan and Steel Cage. King Kong Bundy was officially the, we're at the halfway mark. So, uh, so we're at what's Bushwhacker, Butch, this is number 17. This is, 18. oh no, sorry, this is 18. I sorry, I forgot uh, Mabel came in. Yeah, it's not by really yeah. fast. Jeez. Yeah, we're at number 18. So, Bulldog, you could maybe buy it. Oh, there goes King Kong Bundy. HBK, definitely you could buy it. Bushwhacker, no chance. Mabel, no chance. So. Yeah. We said I feel like every Rumble, you need to at least you need to have a solid like four or five guys that got a realistic chance in main event and mania. Um, I feel like going into this one, it was really like HBK and Lex was the only two you could really buy. They were the only two that got pre-match uh, promos. Also, I mean, now knowing like the uh, what, like like uh, Bruce Pritchard, you know, talking about how like high uh, Mabel was on for Vince. I mean. It's a possibility he could have. He definitely could have won the yeah. rumble. Yeah, I mean, we're in this same calendar year that we're watching this right now. Mabel would turn heel, win King of the Ring, and get a yeah. monster push. I mean, he main evented SummerSlam against Diesel, <laughs> and then had a really high profile feud with uh, with the Undertaker. Here comes the Lex. Speaking of Lex, there he is. Here he comes greased Se- up like a freaking yep, sexy Lexi uh, coming through. Yeah, turkey on Thanksgiving, dude. <laughs> oh, oh, he just dumped oh, Mabel, he just dumped Mabel easily. Like a sack of shit. Like a sack of shit. <laughs> We're about a month away from uh, Lex and the Bulldog forming a tag team as the Allied Powers. They had that awesome theme that uh, mashed up Lex's music with the uh, like the British national anthem or whatever it is that the Bulldog uses. Is uh is Pamela Anderson still out there, or did they just like is she? she gone? Yeah, she's ringside. She's sleeping. Yeah, she's like, why did I agree to this? Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was 1995. She's probably on like some somas or something. I'm sure she's having a ball. They're like that check cleared, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these these three here are definitely contenders to win the. Uh, this was kind of the. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. This is like your uh, really the only people left, I believe, that we have a shot to win. Uh, WrestleMania 11 that would follow up this rumble. I think it was like the last one that they went heavy on the. Uh, the we celebrities, left like, Omaha, Nebraska. This dude always made me laugh, man. He's from Nebraska. He's from Omaha, dude. I've met this dude like wow. twenty times. Uh Mantar. He, he he always made me like giggle every time I seen him. Even when I was like yeah, younger watching him, I don't know what it was. Maybe his hair, like his hairstyle. This Maybe has been a laugh. super meaty rumble, dude. Big meaty men slapping meats. Oh, this yeah. is uh, definitely yeah, big dude season. Yeah, big dude season for sure. I'm here for it. Here we go. Big yeah. elbow drop. Typical Lex Luger. He's already tired. He's been in the ring five minutes. Yeah. He's already taking a nap in the corner. He's, yeah. he's like, it's he hasn't over here. He hasn't been, been there five gonna minutes. Explode. He's been in there less than two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He just came in like literally a minute ago. The premium <laughs> gas really weighs you down. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, Aldo. Aldo War. Montoya. Just incredible. Jockstrap Mantoya. <laughs> I never understood that mask. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, the mask is. <laughs> it literally looks like a jock. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Jane, do you remember that. when uh, your old co-host was super hyped to get just incredible on the show and you were just like, no. Yeah, like, I shut it down. <laughs> why would we want to talk to him? Yeah. <laughs> not that he's probably not a, a nice guy, but who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? I don't think he's a nice guy. <laughs> if you follow him, I'm like, jeez. you see what got happened the last like, 10 or 15 years of his life? He just doesn't seem like the kind of character you really want to interact with. Yeah. I was like, no, bro. Hey, we got to interview just incredible now. Yeah. How about, how about, how about now? <laughs> Daddy <Duke>. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look at this dude in the brave shirt with the survivor series 94 shirt, man. Trying to get the crowd fired up. This is, that's my guy. Here we go. Yeah. He's like, come on guys. Henry Godwin. Love this yeah, dude. Henry, Henry Godwin. Great look. Great. As far as like the occupation gimmicks go, his was definitely one of the best rocking the, uh, the guest coveralls. You see the, uh, the patent. Oh, I would, I would wear that today. If we, I had, if I had that, yeah, I would wear those guest coveralls. Like, dude, Brock Lesnar stole this guy's gimmick, man. <laughs> yeah, Bro- Brock Lesnar in overalls and like cut off flannels. Like, I'm that is a vibe I am here for 24 7, 365. Yeah, like, Henry, Henry Godwin is the man. They had classic, classic uh, bone crunches of him and Phineas. I just, I love the look, the gimmick. Um, and he could go in the ring, man. He's pretty good as far as like a you know, a Hoss, uh, like the Hoss style, uh, style goes. He had a sweet reverse uh, DDT. You know, he had the Scorpion Death Drop before Sting was using it. Good man, Tar hanging tough. He's probably going to win. I think so. If I remember correctly, I think Mantar goes. This guy is still on your TV every single week. (laughs) Insane. How insane is that? Somehow he looks, he's more ripped now than he was uh, back then, man. The juice has gotten better and. You know, the 30 years. Since this I happened. mean, even his whole frame looks bigger. Like, he looks like low key, like, he's not a cruiserweight, but he's definitely a lightweight right here. Yeah. He's like the biggest guy in AEW now. It's like him and Wardlow. Wardlow. Billy freaking gun. I mean, some of our newer listeners, or, or I mean, some of our younger, like, fans or something, they probably, uh, they probably don't even recognize that as the same guy that's on Dynamite. The fact that we were watching this from 1995 and there's anybody that's actually still wrestling yeah. on any promotion is like wild. He's the first one. Henry O. Godwin. Yeah, my dad used to like my, my dad loved him because they because uh, they built him from uh, Bitters, Bitters, Arkansas. Yeah. My father grew up in Arkansas, so he was like nice. obviously for it. And Bart. There's Bart. Yeah. The knockout champion, Bart. Yeah. Knockout champ. If it was a shoot, he'd knock every motherfucker out that's in there. (laughs) (laughs) Unless Butterbean comes in. Just ruined Dr. Death's run in uh, WWF. Oh, remember how pissed JR was about that? Oh, yeah, he was so pissed. Yeah, that's why they booked him against Butterball to make him look like an idiot. Butterbean. Butterbean. He was supposed to. uh, I mean, Dr. Dr. Death's supposed to have a program with uh, Stone Cold. At one point, 
<laughs> Pretty much killed that when you get knocked out by a Bart gun. Oh yeah, he buckled the shit out of that dude's knees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at him, he, dude. He's a brick shit house, man. I mean, look, like he's living the gimmick right now. You can you not see that guy on the back of a tractor like hauling hay and like slinging bales? Oh yeah, and, definitely. You know, Doctor Death was a bad dude too, though. It was it was legit stunning. Like when you saw when they threw those brackets up when Brawl Frost started, you're like, all right, Doctor Death's definitely winning this. Yeah. Nope. Here comes former world champ. Here comes Bob old Backlund. Double B. How crazy that this guy was the WWF champion like about two months prior to this. So, so he only alive. had it for about a week. Still, yeah. still alive and kicking. Yeah, he had an appearance on that uh, Lost Treasure show last year. Here's yep. Brett again. Yeah. Fuck him up, Brett. <laughs> this would lead to what Brett has described as his worst match ever. They're. Uh, WrestleMania 11, I quit match. Yeah. Yeah. Roddy Piper is the guest referee. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? <laughs> that match is so bad. Yeah, it's that's yeah, pretty pretty bad. Even even Brett couldn't, uh, and all his uh, skill set couldn't save that match. I mean, the work wasn't great. They did like this, like super, like just ground based, like grappling stuff. But Piper just killed it, man. He made yeah. it all about himself. Is this old uh, Stephen Dunn? It Here is. we go. The other half of uh, Well Done. Another, another thong. Yeah, <laughs> he's well done as thong, well. Thong, thong, thong. <laughs> he is no longer with us either. Oh jeez! Wow, both of Well Done. <laughs> I are just gone. got that. <laughs> he's well done. Wow, it's awful. There goes the chicken wing man. Gina and Seth are used to it by now. You're the only one that laughs. They just know how I am. <laughs> it doesn't even phase them. It's like when Sheena and Seth argue in front of me. I'm just like, eh, pretty normal. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it was pretty a, normal. That's parents. hysterical. The first time they did it, I was like, oh my gosh, how can you guys be doing this in front of me? And now I'm just like, oh, okay. Whatever, whatever, Jordan. You loved it. I remember you told Seth, you're like, I just, I'm just glad that you guys felt comfortable enough to have an argument in front of me. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, that's a, that's how you know you're like really that's in. a true friend. That's how you know you're in. Yeah, yeah, when people when they but just Seth, have and a, I, Seth and I never uh, never fight in front of anybody. So if we, oh, if yeah. we ever uh, if we ever break kayfabe in front of anybody, <laughs> you know you're in the inner circle. I've never yeah you I've know? never I've never heard you guys argue before any of the shows at all. Never. Yeah. <laughs> the, the greatest Where argument. The did they dig up Dick Murdoch for this match? At <laughs> keyword dig up because he's also dead. Oh jeez! Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, gone. I wonder when this guy's last match was before. Uh, <laughs> he need, he should have been hitting leg day, bro. He's got he's carrying that keg around on them little toothpicks. I mean, look at how old look how old he is. He's probably fifty six right here. <laughs> he, yeah, no, he didn't make it to fifty six. He died in ninety six, and he was fifty. Yeah, really. <laughs> I remember? It, you, do, do you remember? Um, Family Guy did like a a thing about like in shape, out of shape guys. He's kind of like that, like like, like the barrel chest. Like they yeah. look like they're in shape, but they're really out of shape. That's what pretty much he looks like. He's like yeah. big barrel chest, but skinny legs at the top. His, a lot of the older great. generation it, wrestlers it, look it, like it, that. It's right here. His last uh, his last match was June sixth of nineteen ninety six, and he passed away June fifteenth of nineteen ninety six. Oh man, this guy's making oh, a wow. This this guy right here is making kind of a resurgence in the uh, in the collector realm. Adam Bomb. 
Yeah, yeah. this guy, uh, he's one of the all-time, like, I just feel like missed opportunities. I don't, I don't oh, know yeah. how he's money, the, dude. Like, promoters or bookers really got behind this guy. Even, like, ECW, I feel like they could have latched on and really made something out of him because he had the look. <laughs> I always thought his in-ring work was really crisp. and Yeah. He had charisma, man. I mean, you saw just from the entrance right there. Even though he never really got any kind of push at all in WWF, the crowd popped. And they were feeling it when he came out just now. Yeah, I think he kind of got uh, kind of put on the back burner because of Diesel, because they kind of like sim- yeah. similar size, similar kind of look, except similar for look. obviously he didn't have a mullet. But um, I, I think he just kind of—I don't think it was like his skill set or anything. I can totally see the uh, the click in '94, '95. Uh, we know how much political influence they wielded, kind of shutting down his push from. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that dude's money. Oh, baby. The quiche. We got Rikishi coming Famer. in. He did it for The Rock. Before he did it for The Rock. He was, good right here, For dude. the people. <laughs> Before he was, uh, He's in shape right here, He's dude. still two gimmicks away from Rikishi because he had this, and then he went to uh, making a difference for the kids. Yes. Before he uh, <laughs> right. a true calling in life. That's terrible. Definitely uh, pre-ordered that ret- that uh, retro Adam Bomb uh, figure. Uh, can't wait for that. This will be pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, big fan of everything Chell is doing. We get Sean season over in the corner. Yeah, he's, a, he's, yeah, he's cowering right now. Sean is the Iron Man for the... Here comes uh, number 30. Crush. Crush. Like, for number 30, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Have, I do love this look for Crush. It's probably my, aside from Demolition no Crush, shade, this is probably my second favorite Crush. No shade to Crush. I just don't feel like he's worthy of uh, the number 30 spot. All right, so if we you're watching- Both if, the Gun Brothers just got dumped. If yeah. you're watching this in 1995, I really feel like I would be like, all right, yeah, Shawn Michaels is definitely winning this. Maybe, maybe yeah. Lex could win, but- Back then, they really didn't do face versus face very often. And Sean and Diesel had the storyline. You know, they had been, uh, you know, best friends and tag team partners for about two years. Wow. Great shot of Pamela Anderson here. Um, up until uh, <laughs> about a month ago. So, I don't know. Jordan, how about you, man? 1995, who are you thinking uh, has got a shot to win this? Honestly, I, probably at this time, the only person I thought had a shot was Shawn Michaels, and that's probably because I was rooting for him. Even Bulldog. Bulldog was just like the beloved mid-carder. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah. he was not a main eventer at all. It would have been absolutely stunning for Bulldog to win it, even though he did have a hell of a performance in this uh, in this match. This is always the worst part of the Rumble to me. Once number 30 comes out, yeah. when you still got like eight to yeah, ten so people. It's pretty, out. But it's pretty crazy that we have number one and number two still in the... Uh, Still in the rumble, dude. Yeah, yeah, they went back to that. Uh, they went back to that same storyline last year. Remember, Edge and Randy Orton made it all the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm going adolescent, uh, Marco, the MVP. When I'm little, I want uh, I want Crush and Adam Bomb to be the last two in the ring because that that was I, I was I was into gimmicks back then. So that yeah. would be my uh, final two <laughs> to go at it. But obviously, that would definitely not happen at all. Say, It'd be pretty. I've got some bad news. Yeah, if it was me in '95, I'd somehow be hoping that Bret Hart found a way to like get back in the match. <laughs> Maybe we'll never enter the ring. Maybe Bret can come out and take his spot and what a still mark. fight Diesel. Dude, imagine a crush Adam Bomb feud. Just like I mean, I'm marking out right now just thinking about it. <laughs> Main event of Mania. 
Crush had so many gimmicks, man. He had Demolition, Kona Crush, the Japanese Sympathizer. Yep. And he was Dio. First, he was a prisoner for, uh, you know, the ex-convict. He kind of recycled Nail's gimmick. Yeah. And then he was a DOA. And then he just went to WCW and kind of rotted away. Yeah, right. we, we got number one, number two, and the next closest is Lex at number 19. So, wow. um, and I mean, I think um, freaking Ric Flair is the only one that's gone from a position earlier than this, right? Like yeah, at number Flair, three. Yeah, in 92, he was number three. So he was previously had the record for the earliest entrant to win it. Uh, Jordan, if you could have any uh, one of these guys in the ring right now made into a figure by Mattel, who would you go with? Dick Murdoch. Really? No. Uh, I would honestly, <laughs> honestly, and this is not a joke, I would honestly go all the Montoya just because we don't have it. Yeah, I think I would go, I'd be torn between Japanese Sympathizer Crush, but I'd probably go with uh, Henry O'Godwin just because we don't have him yet. Yeah. That's about it. I'm definitely going Adam Bomb for, yeah. uh, for an elite form. Good pick. Sheena? I want the bulldog with the rhinestone jacket. Okay. I nice want pick. the full, uh, the full gimmick. All right, Crush just dumped Adam Bomb. I believe this is the last pay per view appearance we're ever going to see of uh, the big man from Three Mile Island. Again, nineteen ninety five Royal Rumble. We're down to Fatu, who you know he's kind of on a run now. He was in the Final Four last year. Oh, he hangs on. Yeah. Uh, you got Crush, Dick Murdoch, of all people, Lex Luger, the British Bulldog, Portuguese Man of War, Aldo Montoya, and HB Shizzle. Quite the murderer's row. And there goes the Portuguese Man of War. Dick Murdoch. Somebody put this dude out of his misery. Trying to get rid of HBK. Come on, bro. I don't I... know what Henry Godwin just went for. <laughs> he just went for a running clothesline and kind of just ended up sliding across the ring. HBK, to his credit, he's gone over the ropes probably like 45 times at this uh, at this point in this rumble. Yeah, keep that in mind. The best is yet to come. Yeah. There goes Fatu. All right, we're down to the final six. This is some final six. Yeah, it is. Told you guys, 95 was rough. I'm, the, next one we do, the next one of these we do is pretty cracking. 96 is a pretty awesome That's rumble. That's a good one. And 97 is probably my second favorite ever. This is a low point, but this one's still got a soft spot for me, man. This one hits right in that nostalgia sweet spot. Like, I was 10 years old when this Rumble happened. I remember watching it on pay-per-view, and then, for whatever reason, I think it was honestly just because of the, uh, the Brent <laughs> Dean. Sean. Oh, Henry O. Oh, hangs oh. on, dude. Henry O. doing his best HBK impersonation. Uh, I just remember writing the VHS on this, man, with my friend RC and watching this all the time. This was like our go-to for a couple of months there. We would just rent this tape every time from our local uh, video store. Like, to me, this isn't a bad, like, last, like, five in the rank no, for the time. No, five is cool. God, Henry Godwin's a mid-carder, but he was still, like, he was still fresh. He's pretty over, go. too. And he was just interesting. He was an interesting character. Hog Farmer and HBK working together to get rid of Lex. I think I just love the audience in these old pay-per-views because it's like it's before all the signs came out and obviously yeah. it's before like, you know, technology where everybody has cell phones and oh, yeah. stuff. So yeah. everybody's just 
locked in to the action in the ring and, you know, taking pictures with their 35 millimeters. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. With their yeah. Polaroid cameras. Exactly. <laughs> uh, those are the days when people are actually watching wrestling. Yeah. And not trying to be in it for themselves. Yeah. You know, not trying to. And not picking apart. Every, I mean, right. they probably were. They're probably picking apart everything. But they didn't have oh, the yeah. outlet to do like so. The, I mean, Meltzer's newsletter was out at this time, but you had to get it through the mail. Like, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, uh, you know, it was just a few clicks away on your smartphone. Like, you had to like actually subscribe to it and get it. In, Could get you it imagine mail. like social media during this like rumble? Oh, why they they were they're always trying to push Shawn Michaels? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be cool to still get a, a wrestling newsletter in the mail, dude. Like, if you were really trying to go like keep it kayfabe, dude. Like, uh, you know stay off social media and just get your wrestling news in a, you know, weekly or monthly newsletter. I think that would be awesome. Me and my friends had a newsletter in middle school. So if you ever, uh, if anybody out there from Ingleside middle school, circa 96 through 98, has got any of uh, the old print editions of the lowdown out there, please send them my way. I'd love to have that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Didn't you say you like use all your mom's printer ink? Yeah, like print we would print up. out. We do like all the news from all like the internet dirt sheets and stuff, and then any new figures that were out on ringsidecollectibles.com, we would print out color pictures of them. <laughs> and, uh, so dumb. I remember just like blowing my friend's mind. <laughs> oh, there goes Lex. He <laughs> said it was dumb. <laughs> like uh, what an idiot. The, uh, that, uh, that, uh, I think it was like the buried alive set that had. It was the first time we got a figure of Paul Bear and the Executioner. I remember showing my friends that, and like, I mean, their heads like just could have exploded. Oh they were so like, "Oh my god, we're getting a Paul Bear figure!" <laughs> Ringside collectibles. I know who even remembers that. I was talking, you know, in our in our group chat about your uh, ridiculously encyclopedic memory. Yes. We were talking about we have a we should have a Pod Foundation Jeopardy, you know, because they just did their Royal Rumble Jeopardy show, and I was like, that would be so much fun. I was like, but I would never want to compete against Seth. Like that makes it not fun. <laughs> Dude, I did. I mean, I've been on Ringside Collectibles for the longest. I remember it used to be like, it used to look like a GeoCities website. If you guys remember those, like it was so basic. It, but they still, even back in the mid 90s when, you know, Jax was first starting up, they had pictures of all the figures coming out for like the next six or seven months. It was awesome. Did it kind of look like a message board? Like type uh, no, it didn't, it didn't look like a message board. It was just like really, really basic colors. Uh, okay. Um yeah, I mean, the layout actually wasn't that different to what it is right now, but it just looked oh. really, really lo-fi. Crush. There goes purple and black crush, and now here it is. I mean, this was mind-blowing back in the day. For as, as kind of crappy as this rumble was from a talent standpoint, and we know it was shorter intervals, like seeing number one and number two. Yeah, the, audience, the, is, the left, audience is into it now, It was dude. crazy. Er- we'd, yeah, we'd never seen this before. Yeah, Even Pam's audience, into it. The, in, the uh, energy in the arena just, just ramped up, dude. And the Bulldog was always such an awesome baby face. He's one of those guys that was always over. So I feel like, you know, the fans are really starting to believe now. Like, oh, yeah. shit, the Bulldog's going to go to the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, like I said, they, I think, they had I think like, he would have got cheered over Diesel as well if that would end up uh, coming to pass. Oh, yeah. No, like that, like I said, they definitely had, like, the best, like, low-key feud out of, like at, like you said, it was one-sided. But if it, if it was a little bit more even, I think they would had probably one of the best feuds, I think. Oh, yeah. Great matches, man. Always great matches. Dropped him right on the twig and berries. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Oh. Classic. 
I mean, I still I put this in HBK's top three or four best moves ever. Don't tell well, me too soon. Some guys were really fucked him, man. I, yeah. Like, we'll, we'll, let's let this play out for a minute, but we'll go back to the the sound guy really fucked over the bulldog here. I mean, the thing, yeah. Oh no. The thing about it is, is they shot the camera angle from the far side, so we didn't even see Sean only one foot hit. Yeah, him, you know? yeah. Like, that's yeah. The, this replay. That's and the I mean, thing that's so shitty, is because we're just like, what? Yeah, what they the hell? It wasn't even just that one foot hit. Like he does, like this little like tapping routine. Like he gets so close without his other foot ever touching. But oh yeah, but yeah. I really think it was the nip still hard as a rock. Oh on man, Hamler. she's yeah, she's excited about that. Uh, that <laughs> went huh? Jeez. Yeah. But He's yeah, a sexy boy. I, think the, uh, I really think it was that sound guy that fucked over the bulldog, man. He definitely uh, did. Why, why he would did bulldog wouldn't have been on the top rope yeah. otherwise? You know. Wow. There goes. We'll, we'll watch the replay before we. Uh, I mean, did, I didn't even. I wasn't paying attention. Did the ref? Did the bell ring? When no, the bell didn't over? ring, but the music started playing. Yeah. If the bell would have rang, it would have been it. We would have had to have something happen on. Um, Monday Night Raw or something. So here I, we go. And I kind of think they did that on purpose so you could watch the replay of it. Yeah, and then I think also in case Sean fucked it up, they never would have had to show us. You yeah, see, see right one foot. The, ground, the left foot comes so freaking right. close. Oh. He was really playing with fire here. Yeah. Such a professionalist never guy. Yeah. They kind of, uh, you know, they kind of, yeah, they kind of did this. Uh, they they kind of oh, re- reenacted this with uh, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. Yeah, um, they 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 came pretty close too. A lot of people thought uh, Bianca touched, but she didn't actually. But um, yeah, there there she is. And, Spoiler alert: HBK or Pamela Anderson would end up uh, kind of turning babyface on this, and she would go with Diesel at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, Sean had Jenny McCarthy, so you know, ten year old boys from ninety four ninety five. That was an epic debate between the two of those, but. They were both coming out for the uh, the main event there at Mania. What was the name of Jenny McCarthy's show? Singled and Out. Singled, singled out, out, of course. Yeah. He's a love Singled Out. Yeah, Pam's like, what am I doing she's here? She's like, I'm out of here. Me? See you later. Oh, she yeah. knows what she's doing. Sean's taking a crack at that afterwards. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, come on. Dude, last, last at... Uh, Longer than most dudes, so of course she uh, t- took note of that. So. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he's a real Iron Man. He's a real- <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Jean, what's your thoughts on the '95 Royal Rumble? I mean, I think I just echo kind of what we talked about throughout the show. It was just a lot of um, really kooky guys with kooky gimmicks, uh, and again, you just never thought, never took anybody seriously except for like two or three guys that could possibly win that thing, but. I mean, it was fun. wasn't It wasn't a debacle. I like the the way that the pacing was. Again, I think it was just yeah. If you're running fast. low on talent, you know, maybe they should think about doing that in the women's rumble this year. You know, the the women's roster has definitely been depleted with yeah. all the cuts and stuff. So, might not be a bad idea to do that for the women. Uh, we got some listener mail for this week, Sheen. We do. Let's hit it. Bill Dunnett, all the way from across the pond, says, what retro four-pack do you lot think will be next? Uh, my money is on NWO. 
Yeah, I could see that. They definitely need they they didn't get a chance to do Hulk Hogan in the uh the previous round of retro, so that would be cool. Um hmm, I don't know. Jordan and Marco, you guys got thoughts on this one? Huh. I have one. The next four pack I really want is a Ministry of Darkness four pack. Like a hmm. Taker, Brad Sean Farouk, and either Midian or Viscera, like I'm buying that day one if they ever come out with that. Yeah, mm. that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, probably. I mean, I would guess like a since they did it in the Legends line, kind of like a DX uh, for a pack two would probably be something that they would consider doing. I'd love to see a Heart Foundation, obviously yeah, minus Owen, but do Bulldog and Bull Pillman. Yeah, and right, uh, I think that'd be pretty sweet. All right, Darius Johnson says, "Let's say you have control with Mattel to create the next crowdfunding. A DX tank Jeep or slash Jeep is already confirmed to be a part of it. Ooh. What else would you add to it? I would do a uh, fully in scale version of the Norfolk. I knew you were going to say that. I absolutely knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I mean, that's the only answer. What else would you? Yeah, need? true. Uh, dang, that's hard. that's a hard one. Uh, she said, yeah." Um, yeah, we need we need a full blown we need a full blown scope. Um, that would be mage. I mean, it's just a killer looking like architecture anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, Johnny JB, better movie: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two? So better movie: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original. That was yeah, the super iconic to the comic books and everything. The dark, gritty, great movie. Which one do I like better? Is part two for sure. It was just brighter. Uh, more going on, much more cartoonish. Yeah, part two is like if I was going back to watch like watch one tomorrow, I would watch part two. But I I recognize part one is the superior film. Yeah, definitely. Agreed. Uh, Francis Marino says, well, "How do you th- uh, how do you guys feel about Malcolm Bivens as a manager?" Um, and he says he doesn't mean him with the diamond mind, but just kind of in general. What do you guys think about Malcolm Bi- Malcolm Bivens? And if you could put him with somebody who needs a good mouthpiece, Ooh. who would it be? Huh. In NXT or just anyone? It could be anyone. Raw, SmackDown, NXT. If you could just put him with anyone, I I loved him with Diamond Mine. I thought he was. I thought he was on freaking fire with Diamond Mine. Obviously, we saw how Diamond Mine kind of dissolved. (laughs) And uh, yeah, like I think it'd be like kind of cool if he, uh, you know, with Alpha Academy. I think it'd be a pretty like weird mix up, but I think I think it'd be. uh, I think he'd pretty much make them a success if. uh, if it used to be the mouthpiece for Alpha Academy, even though they can speak, obviously, but I think it'd be yeah. pretty cool just to see, just to see that dynamic. Interesting, Jordan. Any thoughts? Put him with Gunther. No, Gunther. Oddly enough, John Swallow left a uh, from coming down the aisle left a, a comment on here. He said, "I stepped in some Gunther. How do I get rid of it?" That was his. <laughs> um, I mean, we yeah, we all stepped in some Gunther. I mean, all you have to, all you have to do to get rid of it is just you go to the main roster. And that's how you, that's how you get rid of Gunther. You know, <laughs> yeah. But that wraps up our listener mail for this week. All right, that is it for another episode of the Chick Foley Show. Sheena, remind the listeners where they can find you guys on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley, Marco running the Twitter machine at Chick Foley Show. Um, and then you can join our Foley fam at any time at chickfoleyshow.com and follow all the goodness that's going on with the Pod Foundation at Pod Foundation on Instagram. And remember to support our sponsors, Ringside Collectibles and Chalkline. It's time for the trivia question of the week. I'm going for two straight. Oh, boy. All right. 
At the 1993 Survivor Series, who was the guest ring announcer? Was it Ray Combs from The Family Feud? Oh my God, yes. Jeez. What is wrong with you? Why did you know that? <laughs> because it was... Uh, Bro, you got problems. He does have problems. He does have problems. Yeah, definitely. So I know that. The reason I know that is because that 93 Survivor Series was where it was... I, I, he was only the guest announcer for one match, and it was the... Um, the hearts because it was the family feud, right? It was supposed to be uh, Bret Hart versus Bret Hart and the Hart Foundation versus Shawn Michaels and his, you know, quote unquote family. It ended up being Jerry Lawler taking his place, but it, uh, but yeah, that's how I just remember it. I remember it was Bret's family and it was the host of Family Feud. So, yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> it was a Bret Hart related St- question to me. That, to me, that was a gimme. Yeah. I knew it was the host of Family Feud. I just couldn't remember if I remember the guy's name or not. So, and yeah, here you are. We no, got it right on the nose. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So no, no even hesitation. Didn't even have to hit him with the uh, Jeopardy music. <laughs> so, so next week I will be going for a record time three straight. We'll see if I can do it. So, there's the hook. Uh, Sheena, give us some closing thoughts for this week. I want to tell everybody um, to join our Foley fam because we have our Foley fam fitness challenge going on. And I want to see everyone have a healthy, happy 2022. So my final words are join us at chickfoleyshow.com. Perfect.